Today is Friday, February 19th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. For those of you who've been following my cross-country drive, this episode is coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska this morning. And apologies for any sound issues. I will be back at my normal microphone on Monday. Let's start with an update on the tragic situation in Texas. As of last night, over 300,000 households still didn't have power, although 90% of Texans did get power back yesterday. Nearly half the state has been told to boil water for drinking as frigid weather wreaks havoc on infrastructure, and there have been at least 47 deaths linked to the storm. In case you're wondering what Texas officials are doing to protect the citizens of their state, Ted Cruz was spotted flying to Cancun on Wednesday night, and by yesterday, the internet was so rightfully furious that he was forced to book a flight back immediately instead of his originally planned return for Saturday, aka tomorrow. Cruz released a statement that his home is freezing and the lights are out, and since his daughters are off from school this week, he wanted to be a, quote, good dad and flew down to Cancun to escort his family there. Just when you thought Ted might be done throwing people under the bus after he did so to his wife, his political party, and his entire country, he has shown that even his daughters aren't safe. Former Texas governor and Dancing with the Stars contestant Rick Perry made a statement that Texans will suffer blackouts to keep the feds out of the Texas energy market. Speak for yourself, Rick. And the current governor, Greg Abbott, is fully blaming ERCOT, Texas's energy supplier, for the failures rather than taking any semblance of responsibility. Nothing like a game of hot potato over who the biggest fuck-up in your state is. Next, we have some good news in case this plan doesn't work out, which is looking less promising every day. The NASA Perseverance rover landed safely on Mars yesterday after traveling 300 million miles from Earth after it left over six months ago. The plan for Perseverance is to explore the Jezero Crater, the site of an ancient lake that existed 3.9 billion years ago, and search for microfossils in the rocks and soil there. The rover is also carrying a four-pound helicopter called the Ingenuity that will attempt to have the first controlled light on another planet. Maybe they can pick Ted Cruz up and take him there. Next, we have an update on the Cuomo nursing home cover-up in New York. The U.S. attorney in Brooklyn and the FBI have begun a preliminary investigation into the way the administration handled data about COVID-19 nursing home deaths. In the recent weeks, the administration revealed that 15,000 long-term care residents have died, up from the 8,500 previously disclosed, which is an underreporting by about 50%. Another piece of the story that has come out is Cuomo's threats to Democratic Assemblyman Ron Kim, who told reporters that he received a call from Cuomo last week that if he didn't go along with the cover-up, he would destroy him and that he had not yet seen Cuomo's wrath. What happened to our favorite press conference man? Our last story for today is about what's becoming known as one of the biggest blunders in banking history, where Citibank accidentally wired almost $900 million to the wrong parties, and it took them about a day to realize. Citibank was acting as a loan agent for Revlon, yes, the makeup, and they meant to send $8 million in interest payments to Revlon's lenders. Instead, they sent 100 times that to the lenders, plus $175 million to a hedge fund. Some lenders returned the money and others did not, so Citibank filed a lawsuit seeking the return of its funds. And this week, a U.S. district court finally ruled that it won't be able to recover the money. I mean, if you guys want to accidentally wire me some, I can totally give you my routing number. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. For our episode of Afternoon Tea this week, I interviewed Amanda Wynn, founder of the organization Rise and Nobel Peace Prize nominee. 
We talked about how she learned that it's possible for us to write our own legislation over the issues that we care about the most. You can find each new episode of The Afternoon Tea on Fridays in the Betches Up podcast feed. If you haven't heard what Afternoon Tea is about, I'll be sitting down with some of the most interesting people in politics and media to chat about the things we care about most. So be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen and stay tuned for a quick teaser from today's new episode. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. I mean, there's so many sadly, sexual assault survivors in this country. And I'm sure every one of them wishes that they could have transformed that pain into something like the sexual assault civil rights bill. How did you like actually navigate both the emotions associated with that? And how did you actually do it? I want to say that everyone heals in their own timeline. Justice looks different for different people. So you know, joy is the most radical form of rebellion. So it's literally enough to exist. I felt betrayed by America, by this criminal justice system who tells survivors, you know, go to the police, go make a report, go to the hospital, and we'll be there to help you. But when I did all those things, I was met with a really broken criminal justice system. It was very Kafka-esque. And it, I'm you know, not going to lie, in the beginning, it was rage that fueled me. But along the way, it was hope that sustained me. Batches.